Gamer's Ledge, the only daily Midwest-based podcast about video games. News, opinions, and reviews about video games every day. Tuesday through Friday, every week of the year, covering the Wii, PlayStation Portable, Xbox 360, PS2, and PS3. And now, here are your hosts, Nakamoto Joe and The Marksman. Hello and welcome to Gamer's Ledge Podcast. It is Tuesday, the 13th of February, and I am the Marksman. And I'm Yakamoto Joe. Uh, Lots of stuff, lots of news to get to today, Uh, but first of all, Joe, did you get a chance to play anything? We need to hear a report of your gaming vacation. Well, um, my gaming vacation consisted mainly of a diet of Wii games. Um, I... I had a, uh, a get together the other night, and we uh, we played a lot of the um, what you might call it uh, the the WarioWare. We played quite a bit of that, and so we could unlock all of the different modes and all the tried to unlock everything. I think we got I think we got it all. Um, <laughs> Isn't that game messed that up? That game, oh <laughs> man, that game! I tell you what. That's a bad senior citizen. Crap. <laughs> and then um, I, I I put in a couple of hours of uh, of Zelda. I haven't touched Zelda in a while, and I figured if I was going to play Zelda, I'm going to set aside a couple hours and and play it as it should be played in big, giant, chunky chunks. So I put in a chunk of Zelda, and I'm I'm still liking it. it hasn't gotten on my nerves just yet, so I, I like it. But the every important question is: uh-huh. Did you finally unwrap twelve? And put it in. Um, I, I I have not. I am so disappointed in myself. But the good news is I do have tomorrow off, so I'm going to set aside a couple of hours for tomorrow. And uh, uh, can I recommend four? Recommend four what? Four hours. Oh, four hours. Oh yes, yes. Because it it'll take you four hours just to play the intro. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, it's really that kind of. It the the story is quite sprawling, but yes. But and then and then I went and did some uh, a little I, I don't want to call it retro gaming but I, I went back to the uh, to a couple of old catalog PS2 titles and I, I played the the Katamaris for a little bit I I can always pull those games out and play them at any time pretty much and um, you bet and and I and then I got weird and played Guitar Room Man and Res for a little bit I just because someone had one of my buddies had asked me about them and so. We sat down and played him for a bit, and then I showed him the other side of Guitar Man, which is the uh, the Britney's dance beat. If you haven't played it, I highly recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. How about you? What, what what did you get to play? Um. Well, I actually said that I was going to sit down and play my fingers off of Final Fantasy twelve this weekend, and that's exactly what I did. I logged about. I think at the last count here, I logged at about 24 hours, so a full day. You are a man true to your word. Yes, then. a full full day's worth of gaming, and I I really I'm 73 hours in now, and I truly believe that I have delayed putting the story off. I just keep you know leveling up and going and doing monster you know notorious monster hunts. I keep doing everything but progressing the story. I truly believe that I'm maybe just over a third to done with the entire game and I'm only at 73 hours, but that's the way I always do this. So we'll see. We'll see. It's quite good. I, I can't wait for you to tear into it. Cause I know once you tear into it, you're going to be hooked and then 
you're going to have two of us spouting about Final Fantasy twelve. I I even picked up the guide. I even picked up the we I, I at uh, one of the I, I picked up the uh, the cool guide at one of the stores um, a while back. That big thick guide with the art book in it and everything. They had it on sale for like ten fifteen dollars or something like that, and so I, I picked that up. So I, I even have that to go along with the game once I start getting into it. Very nice. Very nice. Well, we have a piece of feedback for today, uh, and then we also have a question. We'll start with a question. question was posted on the forum boards. Do you think the XMB, the cross-media bar, uh, is intimidating to non-techies? What do you think, Joe? No. No, I don't think so. I, I mean, if I don't know. It seems pretty self-explanatory. I mean, I was... Uh, um, I, I mean, I've been. It's basically just the PS3, uh, the PSP crossbar, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think with the first time I, I've, I mean, I've messed around with the PS3 crossbar, but I mean, the PSP crossbar, I've messed around with plenty, and I mean, even from day one, that was. I mean, it, it's, it's easy. I mean, it's. I think once you know, when, when you start putting in all the updates and things like that, um, and you keep on adding to the crossbars, I think it gets a little intimidating. Um, and I messing around with the PS3 crossbar at, at some of the demo kiosks that I've seen around town. Um, I mean, there's option upon option upon option, but uh, I, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think it's horribly intimidating. I, I think, um, you know, like I said, I think after a while, maybe you know, a year or so down the road after they're on version three point whatever or something like that, I think it might be a little intimidating, but. Um, but no, it's it's as far as you know. Would it, you know, if you're not a techie or something like that? I I, I don't think so. I think it's pretty reasonable uh, as far as um, uh, running around on it. Yeah, I think it's all right. I I think it's it's mostly well thought out and well designed. It, big icons for everything that pretty much symbolize what the features do. I I think the 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 PSP cross media bar is perfect now when you go over to the ps3 cross media bar I, I i understand where the foundation of this question comes from because there are as you said you know it's options upon options already uh if you go under the system options there's so many more compared to the psp i can understand where people might be a little intimidated by looking at just the sheer scores of options i do think some of the stuff could be renamed to a simpler name and i do think that they they could make some on-screen help a little bit easier to access instead of having to browse a website to have it explain what everything does but the gist of it i think is fairly easy to use it i wouldn't quite put it at an apple ease of use but I would actually rank it pretty close. It's it's definitely uh, it's definitely no Vista inspired. Uh, How would you compare it to say the ease of use behind um, the 360 uh, media experience? I guess I I would say it's a little easier, but I would say it's it's about comparable to be honest. The, the interface on the Xbox 360 has been pretty good. I, I I will be the first to admit when they do things right, and I I like the the live setup. Uh, I there I don't know. It, it's kind of a mixed bag for me. There are some things that I think should be at your fingertips all the time, a little easier than they are. But I do like the the generic layout of the 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 live controls and 
you know, your chat options and your buddy lists and all that right. kind of stuff. And, and that's actually something that's, I still feel is wanting on the PS3 version. Uh, we, we have no way to, if I'm in a game, I can't read the email, you know, the message that one of my friends just sent me. I can't you at least get like a pop-up or something that says that there is? Yeah, we get a pop-up that says that they're, that they're online, they're offline, that they're, uh, that they've sent us a message and it sends the first couple of words of the message. Oh, I see. I see. So, but, but there's no way to access that while you're in game. So you'd literally have to quit out of the game in order to respond to them. And that's not something you have to do in, on, on Xbox right. Live. So I'm expecting that to be available in a future update. Yeah, I was but... going to say that. I, yeah, I, I would think that that would be something that would be a no-brainer in an update coming up or something like that. But Our one piece of feedback that we got uh, what came from the Gunny, and he instant messaged me earlier today and said that the best thing he's ever heard of is the Wee Shank. Wee Shank, yes, indeed. I... He he, uh, th- he then went on to suggest it could be used on Jack Thompson. I told him no, <laughs> no. <laughs> We, we don't need anti-video game martyrs. <laughs> Just let him be disbarred and fade away into oblivion. That's Now, if one day when he was walking down the street looking for a job at, a, at an Arby's or something like that, and he happened to fall upon a wee shank, we have no control on that. You know, I mean, that's... <laughs> and we had nothing to do with it. We have alibis. You can contact our exactly. lawyers. <laughs> well, that'll take us to our first break. And when we come back, the news. Who says what's news anyway? It's Poor Mojo's News Show, presenting a daily roundup of things that seemed important. The News Show is the radio version of Poor Mojo's Newswire, the blog where we track down the stories that move us to laugh, cringe, scream, or moan. Monday through Friday, spend 10 minutes or so with us as we cover politics, online gaming, comic books, movies, environmental news, the grotesque. Find us online at P-O-O-R-M-O-J-O dot O-R-G. It's Poor Mojo's News Show. Everyone needs a hero. At Tenth Penny, comic book heroes are something we hold dear. With the largest selection of Silver Age heroes in the Omaha Metro, every hero is protected in a bag and board. Heroes and their comics need to be treated right. We care about comics. Come see our friendly and knowledgeable staff of heroes at 706 North Fort Crook Road in Bellevue, Nebraska, or visit us online at tenthpenny.com. Tenth Penny, where fun is an investment. Do you want Firefly to live? Damn straight. Do you want Serenity to have a sequel? I said yes already. Where's the outstanding issue? At The Signal, we believe that Serenity is worth fighting for. No power in the verse can stop me. If you believe that too, join us. We are not alone. The Signal Podcast. Make The Signal go further because we want our trilogy i'll take three this is how it is i want my trilogy Firefly technical manual sci-fi review you understand your part in all this <laughs> you're listening to the signal i'm wes and i'm carrie and we are here to talk about firefly lights on guan woman the wang Zhan www.serenityfirefly.com We're back. It's time for the news. 
And now, ladies and gentlemen, I present the future. The future. A boy in St. Louis has become the first person ever to play Space Invaders with his mind. The boy has grids implanted in his brain to monitor for epilepsy, and researchers from the School of Medicine at Washington University in St. Louis devised a computer program to match the grids to the game. The researchers then asked the boy to play using uh, movements of his right hand and his tongue, and then after he show was able to control the game just using his hand and his tongue they actually then asked him to stop doing the movements completely and just think about doing the movements and it worked uh, the young man was able to complete level one of space invaders solely with his mind next up gta <laughs> we'll put the links in the show notes that's for you well it's tuesday so it's system download day. Uh, today we have a couple of really decent titles uh, up for the virtual console on the Wii. There's Kirby's Adventure, not too bad on the NES. Uh, it's one player. It's a one-player game, 500 Wii points. Uh, then there's Ice Climber, uh, another NES game uh, that is up to two players and another 500 Wii points. And my personal favorite, about time. Kid Icarus, uh, which again was on the nest, so uh, that's another 500 points. Um, Don't fly too close to the sun. <laughs> um, these should already, well, these are already up on the uh, virtual console, so go download them already. <laughs> on the Xbox Live Arcade on Wednesday, uh, we have the only slightly more exciting than last week's root beer tapper, uh, Paperboy. Um, the much-loved and often-ported arcade classic from the 1980s will be available for download on Xbox Live Arcade for 400 Microsoft points, or $5, uh, beginning Wednesday, February 14th, which is Valentine's. So give it to your sweetie or something. I don't care. <laughs> Sony's Phil Harrison in a non-standard operandus modi move made a smart comment to press today, letting users know that background load downloading for the PS3 will be available in firmware update 1.6. Uh, he also said there was more, but he couldn't say anything for fear of his life from the Japanese developers. And as for a release date, uh, anytime. Huh. Nobody knows. And I'm guessing maybe we might even see some of that chatting stuff in-game. Maybe in 1.6. That would be cool. For every smart comment Sony issues, like the one in the last news bit, they are contractually obligated by law to issue two stupid ones. Um, the first one, I have two of them today, actually. I have both of them for you. The first one, yes. and the most important one was from our uh, our beloved fearless Sony leader Jack Trenton um the his, his statement basically what it equates to is Jack Trenton owes us all money it's true uh in a recent interview with EGM SCEA president Jack Trenton claimed he would pay $1200 for any PS3 found on store shelves that had been there longer than 5 minutes well uh, the guys from Penny Arcade got a hold of this tidbit, and now the internet has gone wild with fan sites and other online rags like Penny Arcade doing similar searches for PS3. 
Um, anyway, uh, Penny Arcade's strip, they, they actually went out to a couple of local businesses, and they actually came up with, I think it was like, what, 12 thousand dollars or something like that that they owed them or something like that uh i think it was something more like thirty six thousand. <laughs> or what it, it, it was bad anyway jack jack's got a, a big check to write to the penny arcade guys and, and then um I, i'm gonna send him my pictures too i believe but anyway uh check out the penny arcade strip for a good laugh at the expense of jack um we have i have the link in the show notes to check it out it's it's actually pretty darn funny so go ahead and check that out now i do have to say I know this is going to come up at some point. That interview was done in like early January. Right. So there was a bit of time lag and there weren't that many on shelves then. But yeah, it was still a stupid thing to say. I agree. Bueller. 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 But it looks like it's not just Sony execs, but all game execs that should be learning to stop talking. Capcom's Senior Director of Strategic Planning and Research said on their official BBS over the weekend that, and I quote, By and large, I don't see the Wii being home to a sizable mature player base outside of some of the early adopters. I see it as being a very, very broad with a family focus. If there is a quote-unquote core player base, end quote, on the Wii, and it might be so broad there might be no such thing as a core, Within two years, it will probably be a largely younger player, or at least younger than 360 or PS3. End quote. Best flame response I've seen to this post so far? A user named Southponed on one site replied, What about that Resident Evil Wii game? Is he saying when I blow the zombie's head off, rainbows will come out? <laughs> I think that's exactly what he's saying, yeah. Uh, our, our second Sony quote comes from Sony exec David Bishop, citing the recent sales numbers of HD, DVD, and Blu-ray uh, for January. And he has claimed that, quote, the high-def format war can officially be declared over, end quote. Now, we reported last week that for January, Sony's Blu-ray format triumphed quite handily over the HD format uh, with a very, very impressive over 2.2 to 1 ratio. And yet, while everyone can agree, including myself, that Blu-ray had a great month, uh, the general opinion out there is split on whether the surge in sales is an indicator of stronger user adoption of Blu-ray compared to HD DVD, or simply a reflection of the larger number of new Blu-ray titles that hit the market over the month uh, compared to HD DVD. For example, uh, 25 new Blu-ray titles were released in January compared to just 11 titles on HD DVD. Um, and as far as I'm concerned, being an HD person myself, about 10 of those 11 pretty much sucked. <laughs> so I think before we declare anyone a winner, we need to look at the adult film industry, um, which has been another hotbed of controversy out there. It sounds... Uh, the porn industry, I guess, is pulling in around about $12 billion in annual sales, rentals, and cable charges uh, in 2006. And compared to the American cinema, the you know just your normal legit cinema, uh, which grossed only about $9 billion. And so uh, with CES just finishing up here, 
um, it'll be really interesting to watch to see who the porn industry goes with. But sad but true, but the porn industry is, I think, is going to make or break the HD or Blu-ray um, uh, format. I still believe that uh, I've seen a couple more stories related to this over the last couple weeks or so that sure. haven't really reported on because it's not been that important. Sure. I saw that they are, that they are releasing titles and they are selling them at the lower cost to test the market for you know several different things. But what I th- I, I really do think that this is a war of attrition. Yes. As the Sony PlayStation Three sells more it will be the dominant player in the market because if you look at the HD DVD add-ons for the 360 sales, they're not there. I, I, I think it's, but it's way too early for anybody to be saying that the war is over. Shut the heck up. Agreed. And that is the point of, of the story is, is the fact that by declaring the format war over just after January sales is, is absolute asinine. I mean, yeah, Agreed. HD, uh, Blu-ray just swamped HD last month. No questions asked. I mean, with they, they had some kick-butt Sony Motion Picture titles out there or uh, Columbia TriStar titles with Saw. And... See, and and that's that's another thing that I that that really kind of makes it a no-brainer for me is that you will never see any of those Sony movies come to HD DVD. Right. Not not unless something happens where. The HD format just so hands down, just all of a sudden pulls ahead and go. You know, I mean, then yeah, then you'll you then, then Sony would have to, right. but but otherwise, no. I and, and I yeah. agree. It's it's. I mean, yeah, things are looking really good for Sony right now. But man, to, to come out with there and just say, hey, you know what? It's done and over with. Like Sony, bite your tongue. Shame on you. That's right. Play beyond. Well, we reported last week about. IGN sneak peek look at Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion. Couple pieces of information developed over the weekend. Uh, first of all, that the super excellent graphic graphics that were only to be found on the PS3 version would be going to the Xbox 360 with time as well. And I had also reported that they weren't going to be able to package all of the extra downloadable content into the game because of memory restrictions. However, IGN did a little digging to find out more about the PS3 non-downloadable content for Oblivion, and Bethesda's Pete Hines said, quote, the other reason why the downloadable content for the PS3 version of the game isn't included isn't solely because of technical limitations of the system. Instead, it's because the designers haven't actually tested the PlayStation Network Store and the mechanisms for delivering content to systems, end quote. He also went on to say that it's currently being worked on and it will be coming at a later date and that he's not sure where those rumors came from. And we put the link in the show notes so you can peruse it with your own eyeballs. Well, um, speaking of long, long games, uh, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess is indeed one of those long games, no doubt about it. Um, I've been coming home, like like I said earlier in the show, I've been coming home playing it for a couple hours a night, a couple times a week. Not even close to being done. I think I'm maybe almost a quarter of the way through the game. So imagine if you not only played it, but recorded every piece of dialogue complete with descriptions of their accompanied actions from start to finish. My my mind has trouble even fathoming how much time that would take. Well, someone out there did it. A a one Jacob Stutzman uh, submitted an obscenely long text file to uh, GameFAQs.com 
and had this to say about his uh, his endeavor. I quote, I can probably recite every line of dialogue front and back and while burping and can espouse all the crazy timeline theories that abound and what it all means in the grand scheme of things, quote, end quote. And they say social interaction is overrated. Check out our show notes if you dare to see the whole thing. Um, it's it's crazy. I mean, it's- is it any wonder This is obviously a person who does not have a girlfriend. Boys and girls, the word of the day is balance. Balance. And uh, to, to balance out our show here, we, we need to take a break. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna step out here for a second. When we come back, more news. Flash 2007. America joins the war against expensive comics by rolling out its most impressive weapon yet, TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com ships comics to military personnel overseas, as well as to everyday Joes in the good old U.S. of A. Every comic magnet board, join the fight and win the war at TDYComics.com. TDYComics.com. First, there was Firefly. Where the hell is my spaceship? Shoot the man, not the horse. About a year now, I ain't had nothing to fix my nethers. We're done on bottom. Big damn heroes, sir. That sounds like science fiction. That's true. Thinking the signal. I'm Wes. It's not and just I'm because humanity And we have another interview for you in this show. You're listening to news. It's also a home. The Firefly Timeline. You're going to need a higher This camera. feature is all about when things happen. We want our trilogy. Now there's a whole world of new adventures. Would you fight for that right? How come no one's ever there's done it There's plenty here that would. Probably no one's been desperate enough to Don't try. worry, this guy ain't even I bet we are. Join us at the signal because the verse just got bigger. www.serenityfirefly.com And we're back. And now, let's get back to the news. Oh. My. God. With Final Fantasy XII Revenant's Wings coming out for the DS in Japan, Nintendo has announced that they are going to release a special DS Lite to coincide with the game launch. Cubed Cubed has a a picture, which we'll post in the show notes, urged to buy DS Rising. Yeah, I I really... I, I honestly can't believe you don't have a DS. To be perfectly honest with you. I, I, you know, I it uh, money. Yeah, Nintendo send me one. <laughs> you hear that, Nintendo? Get on it. <laughs> are you are you tired of stupid jabronis yapping in your ear when you play the Halo? Enter the a hole button. Not don't enter the a hole. Just enter the a hole button. Uh, The A-hole button, as the folks up at Bungie are calling it, uh, brings up a score list with everyone's tag on it. By using the right stick, you can easily select whether, uh, you can easily, you can quickly select whichever player is smack-talking you to death, and you won't hear from them ever again. Um, Bungie's Frank O'Connor says, we're doing our best to come up with lots of smart solutions for stuff like this, but honestly, we can't be parents to some of these. He uses the word poltroons. 
Never heard that word in my entire life. We're uh, we're much more concerned with giving you guys the tools you need to silence them, is is what he goes on to say. Uh, now this this will be first implemented in Halo Three, um, but um, if if anyone else is going to pick that up, that remains to be seen. But this you'll, you'll you can expect to use the a hole button here on uh, Halo Three. It sounds like. Yeah, Microsoft's already got that mapped on the current controller, don't they? Isn't it the big X that lights up in the middle? Well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, oh, go on with your story. <laughs> well, did you get into the Halo 3 beta? Congratulations. Completely jazzed because you didn't have to buy a crackdown to get in there? Congratulations. Microsoft says, Candyland. You fanboys. Kotaku has confirmed that the only way that you're getting in to play the Halo 3 beta, beta is by purchasing a copy of Crackdown. Don't want Crackdown? Then you won't be participating in the Halo 3 beta. Our pocketbooks say, thank you, benevolent Microsoft. Now, what, so what became of all the, the other people then? The... Yeah, they, they still have to buy a copy of Crackdown in order to get in. Because Crackdown it will be the only GUI in which to access the Halo 3 beta. Oh, well, that's interesting. Well, luckily for them, Crackdown is actually a good game. I've been playing the demo, and I've seen some some advance, or some pre-release. Um, well, now, okay, well, here's a different question then. So what happens for the people who have the beta keys, and what if they, don't, they didn't reserve a copy of Crackdown and they didn't get the Halo? No, you don't have to have the special oh, okay. Halo one. What they're, what they're saying, though, is that if you got in the original batch of beta sure. keys you're gonna have to go buy uh, a copy of crackdown because that's the only way you can access the interface so the keys are still limited but you have to go buy the game in order you know, to play the i will beta. be the first to admit it that's pretty shysty shame on you microsoft yep i don't know if this is news so much as a yeah no does statement but in an interview with uh I think it's doghouseboxing.com. Uh, EA Sports Fight Night producer Michael Blank was interviewed about all things Fight Night and was asked whether or not Fight Night could be making its way to the Nintendo Wii. Well, Blank had the following to say. Quote, when you play Wii Boxing, it is a very simple experience, and I think that is why they designed it to be, or that is the way, what they designed it to be, to just let you know that you can throw punches. Uh, with Fight Night, we have an amazing simulation of boxing, and so we need to take those Wii controls and tailor it to what the Fight Night consumer might want to experience. We are looking at it right now, and I am sure you will uh, you will see something sometime in the future on the Wii. Cool, but please, EA, this is a, this is from from Joe to EA. Let's leave the Burger King out of the ring, okay? Unless we can box him, that is. Dude, Burger King in Fight Night, would rule. Well, he's in there now, but he, he's like your ring manager or whatever. He, like, ex escorts you to the ring. And oh, no, no, no. Creepy. He's got to be. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, he's got to be. His place isn't outside cheering you on and squirting water in your face. He's supposed to be in the ring throwing punches. That's that's where he needs to be. Nice. But you should have read, you know, you should have read that entire story like you were uh, uh, Don King. <laughs> Get in there, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
IGN has advanced reviewed a copy of the final code of God of War 2 for the PS2, giving it a 9.7, but offering something more surprising. They have also announced that the retail version of the game will not only play on your PS3, but also play at 720p. Nice. Cool. That's, uh, that's, I'm really happy that it's getting some good scores. I saw, um, was it Game Informer, I believe? Game Informer magazine, I believe, just had like five or six pages of um, a, a big, a big, huge boss battle that you do or something like that, and it just looks cool. I can't wait to play the thing. Tell me you played the original. Oh, yeah, of course, definitely. Okay. it's If you have not played God of War, go find the $20 PlayStation's Greatest Hits and spend three or four weeks enjoying the heck out of it because it is a phenomenal, phenomenal game. Yeah, good time. Very good time. Well, uh, last week, Nintendo all but confirmed that the Nintendo GameCube version of Paper Mario had been canceled and then said we would see a Wii version to compensate at some point in time. Well, yesterday, Nintendo followed that news up and confirmed a U.S. release date of April 9th for the title. Uh, Much like The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, the game has been ported over to the Wii, and so it will, in fact, make use of its motion-sensing controller. To what extent, though, we have no word just yet. PC Gamer Magazine has an excellent article on how Dungeons & Dragons has influenced the games industry. It's not so much news as well as a well-written, thoughtful introspective on every game you've ever played. Uh, We'll put the links in the show notes for you, but the best reply to the story I've seen so far, as console capability has grown, players' health and effectiveness at skills can easily be represented via model changes, and yet we still use hit points. D3 publisher of Europe and Japanese-based developer Sandlot have announced a new Xbox 360 exclusive, uh, Earth Defense Force 2017, the third-person arcade-style shooter where players face off against hundreds of alien invaders at a time, some as large as 20 stories tall. Um, It will feature more than 150 weapon variations, including assault rifles, rocket launchers, and flamethrowers, drivable vehicles, intelligent AI uh, support through your Earth Defense Force teammates, uh, co-op mission play, and a fully destructible environment. Uh, Earth Defense Force 2017 is scheduled for release uh, this spring, and it looks really promising. Uh, Check out our show notes to see some of the picks for it. It looks pretty cool, some of the monsters and uh, robots and stuff that you go up against are pretty cool looking. Looks like a neat game. Should be alright. The only thing, I saw this story as well, the only thing that really, really concerns me is that's a lot of stuff to be promising to put into one game. Oh, I know. And, that's, and that's usually a- when they do, it <clears throat> ends up being the gameplay experience is what suffers terribly. Right. So I'm hoping that doesn't happen. I mean, the way it looks right now, it looks pretty cool, but yeah, I mean, with all that, that's why I was reporting on it is because there's just so much crap in there. It's unbelievable. It's like blah, 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 blah. So yeah, hopefully they can deliver it on it. If they can, it should be a pretty fun game. If anybody can pull it off, it'd be the Japanese developers. This is true. So. Shut up, Wesley. One of the first internet bloggers, Star Trek Next Generation's Will Wheaton, has an excellent piece on the death of the American arcade, tying into a show we did a while back here on Gamers Ledge Podcast. I'd highly recommend taking a spin through his trip down memory lane, and we'll put the links in the show notes. However, 
I do need to advise everyone that although the article is safe for work and safe for minors, the rest of the site that it's hosted on, I not can so much. I for that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo to Will Wheaton, by the way, for getting on the Suicide Girls website. That's you know, way to go, Will. As as their monthly geek columnist, <laughs> that's that's awesome. <laughs> and lastly, the most interesting piece of news that I saw today that really tickled my ivories is that there is a Battlestar Galactica game being uh, developed for the Xbox Live Arcade. Now, what's interesting about this game is that it is going to be kind of Battlestar Galactica light. There won't be any voice work or anything like that so much. It'll just be probably ship-to-ship battles and things of that nature. But it is being developed, and it is actually a licensed product that will be released for the Xbox Live Arcade. They did not give a release date, and they said that there would be an actual uh, multi-platform Battlestar Galactica game, but they were probably going to take three or so years to develop it to make sure it's right for all systems. Now, I, I, I did see a little tiny bit of this article where it said it, it was also coming to the PC. Now, are both of those going to be the same game? or Yes. Is, oh, okay, okay. Yes, it will be the same on both the PC and Xbox Live Arcade. But I thought that was pretty interesting uh, that it was being developed specifically for the Xbox Live Arcade. So Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. That, that'll be a, a very big, high-profile title, I'm sure. Unless it sucks. Yes. Because the way they were like, no, you know, we got all the, the permission to use all the voice actors and everything and, and have them represented, represented in, the, in the game, but we're not going to do that so much. <laughs> that that kind of scared me. That That did scare me a little bit. Well, we have managed to fill our daily requirement of video game news once again. Uh, before we depart, Joe, do you have any words of advice? <clears throat> I do, I do. Uh, just, just to let you know, and uh, kind of tying it into games, winning is enjoyable, but losing does not detract from the pleasure of play. There you go. Two on that one. Words to exactly. live by. So when you're ready to punk out somebody over voice chat in the next time you're online, think of that instead. And then, and then poke them in the a-hole button. <laughs> that means hold the green flashing X down for about <laughs> 10 seconds. <laughs> if you would like to get a hold of us, by all means, do so by emailing us at gamersledge at gmail.com. Contact us on the forum boards at gamersledge.com. Uh, you can contact me on the gamertag Balth, B A L T H, on the PlayStation. Uh, and I am on the Xbox Live Network at Yakamoto. That's Y-A-K-A-M-O-T-O, Joe. Let us know what you think of the show. Write in. We'll take your questions of the day, read them on air, feedback, read them on air. And that'll do it for today. We'll see you tomorrow. There'll be a mashup and links will be in the show notes. See you then. Good night, kids.
Shut up, Wesley.